0: This is sport analysis network my job for war? I remain a regular hand or Abbehamid you can also call me football jurist. Yes, in this episode, we only have one job, we only have one topic for this course which is an interesting topic. What can Nigerian football learn from Morocco from the feet of Morocco at the 51 Hong Kong World Cup? Yes, Morocco became the only became the first African side. To reach the semi-final of the FIFA World Cup. Along, I mean, the best Nigeria has ever done it is to reach the round of system of the FIFA World Cup, despite giving ourselves the name jet of Africa. that of Africa always that always behaves. Why the Draft of Africa? We forget that Nigeria they did not also participate, yes, in this ongoing edition of the FIFA World Cup. It's yes, as usual. Hamza alasa ensures that I shall not be working alone on this podcast. Hamza, it's good to have you back on the show.
1: Thank you, Abdul Hamid. Thank you, Football jurists. It's my pleasure being on the show. And sure, as usual, it's going to be exciting and enthralling. Let's go, Abdul Hamid. Yes, Hamza, let's go. I mean, let's talk about the fantastic job
0: Morocco has done. The Athens of make themselves proud, make the Arab nation proud, and of course, made Africa proud. I mean, they were in the group that had Croatia, 20, 20 finalists. They were in a group that had Belgium, one of the highest ranked teams in the world. And of course, we they also had in that group, Canada, the, the team that finished top of the CONCACAF World Cup qualification series. And they finished on seven points. I mean, just conceding one goal and netting four goals in the process. Even In fact, the only goal they considered was just like a gift. It was an own goal from the Moroccans themselves. Fast forward to the round of 16, it faced... The Spanish national team 2010 World Cup champions they bundled them out on penalties, yes. And in the quarterfinal, they faced the had degas drawn against the Portuguese national team and they sacked Ronaldo and his cohorts from the FIFA World Cup by a goal to nil, thereby becoming the first African side to get into the last four of the FIFA World Cup.
1: Amza take bow. Talk about Morocco. That is the story of the Atlas Lions of Morocco, um, as you have just um, stated it. I'm um, going into the championship, going into the World Cup proper. I doubt if any football pundit, I doubt if any analyst would have given the Atlas Lions of Morocco the opportunity of scaling the first round in a team that, in a group rather, that had the likes of um, Portugal um, and the, the not likes not of not. Croatia, like you pointed out. Belgium, Abdul Hamid, thank you. That had Belgium, the second best team in the world in terms of FIFA ranking, and also had Croatia, the 2018 finalists. um, Recall that Croatia took out Nigeria in the first match of that World Cup by two goals to nothing. Nobody would have given um, Morocco the chance, but that is the story of Morocco. Again, very compact team, solid team, uh, a team that um, their defense is almost impregnable. Like you pointed out, the only goal they have considered has not been scored by any opposing player, but by they themselves. But a goal, of course, goal now goal, like we say in local parlance, that is the only goal they have considered. Abdul Hamid, a lot, a lot, a lot to learn from the Moroccans, taking it from the Nigerian perspective, both on and off the play, now in terms of administrative-wise, and also the players themselves. Abdul Hamid, you can see the commitment, you can see the doggedness, you can see the resilience. Of the Moroccans they play for 90 minutes, even in the match, their penultimate match against the Portuguese, where they trailed by the they were down by a man. You could see the remaining 10 men of the on the field ready to sacrifice everything. Abdul Hamid, that is character, that is resilience, that is doggedness. That is one thing the Nigerians should begin to learn from the Moroccans, aside the administrative bottlenecks, which we'll talk about later. I think the individual players of the field, those are the players, Nigerian players who want to study. Show commitment. Know that if you do it, you do it very well. Number one, you are putting your name in glory. Secondly, before your country. Abdul Hamid.
0: I mean, still talking about that, uh, the Moroccan team. I mean, we take a look at that team. Yes, the biggest player in that team has got to be, okay, let's say, yes. Let's say Astra Fakimi, yes, Ashraf Fakimi, who plays for Paris Saint Germain and who is a regular starter for Paris Saint Germain. But from Astra Fakimi, of course, Akim is that plays for Chelsea, other players don't play for top sides in Europe. I mean, what I'm saying in a sense is that, I mean, it is not as if these guys, it's not as if their players are playing for the best teams in Europe. And yet, here yeah, they are, they are giving, they have given one of the best performances we've seen. I mean, not, they I just say one of the best performances? The best performance we've seen from any African team of the continent. I mean, do, does that say anything about our Nigerian player? Is it that our Nigerian players, is it that Nigerian players are not good enough or they have not been committed to the course?
1: Abu add to that, you, you said the best African team. And I'll also add the best are currently the best among the best four teams in the world since they have made a bet in the semi finals of the World Cup. Again, the, one of the best four teams in the world. Having said that, looking critically at that team, like you pointed out, even the, the player that plays with them, Chelsea ZH, he's not a regular starter in Chelsea. So, if you look at that categorically, you know that the Moroccan side is just a modest side. But what counts for them, again, I repeat, I reiterate for the opt-in time, is the resilience, is the commitment, is the doggedness they have displayed on the team or of the field, on the field of play. I think another thing that works for the Moroccans is the teamwork, having everybody's back. You get Abdul Hamid, they play like a team. It's not as if everybody is pursuing individual glory. I don't see that in the Moroccan side. I see everybody playing. Oh, if um, um, a player is not doing very well, or if a player is playing and he maybe has some laugh. Since another player is there to cover up for him especially in the defense line. i i think the defense of morocco is one defense that many national team handlers or football teams handlers around the world will want to study and look at how they were able to hold very very prolific strikers i use the word prolific advisedly now coming against the likes of um the players uh, of um the belgian national team so when team. you look at that team then you can you really see commitment. You can really thank you, Abdul Hamid. You can really, really see team work, Abdul Hamid. So I think one thing that has worked for them is uh, prioritizing team excellence over individual excellence. I think that has really, really worked for the Moroccans, Abdul Hamid. I mean, Amza,
0: what can we gain from the Moroccans? What can the learn from the Moroccans?
1: Yes. Abdul Hamid. Um,
0: again, I repeat. Okay, go ahead. You made mention of the fact that our players have not been committed enough, and they can learn commitment from the Atlantis Lions, uh, Lions, Lions uh, players. I mean, what else can we learn from the Mokans? I mean, you, just, you can't tell me that this success, this feat is
1: just down to the players alone. Again, Abdul Hamid, like I pointed out, also administrative competence, Abdul Hamid, administrative competence. We see some of the problems that are bedeviling Nigerian football, both at the local and the international stages in terms of the Super Eagles. We know we've always been bedeviled of, all oh, Super Eagles players not getting their match-winning bonuses, their allowances, as I due. These things are demotivating Abdul Hamid. So administrative why. Have a lot to learn from the Moroccans. Abdul Hamid, if a team, if your members of your team leave their various bases in their in Europe or anywhere across the world to come and honor home matches, make it as a point of duty to pay them as an Once you agree an amount, please pay them. It's your responsibility. That will help to motivate the player. That will help to make the player to sacrifice. That is the number one thing. Number two thing is put round pegs in round holes. It's not about galvanizing the globe looking for players born of foreign descent that will make. Um, the Super Eagles very compact you can sit in the comfort of your homes in Nigeria again sit in the comfort of your home select players look at players that can fit in properly into the Super Eagles so again for me personally I think I'm against um, the NFF um, leaders Job and um, globe trotting, Kettle around the globe, looking for players of um, foreign descent, maybe going cap in hand, if I will have to use that word, begging them to come and play for the Super Eagles. That does not automatically translate to the Super Eagles exceeding in their World Cup or in their football endeavors. Sit back in the country, Look at those people. Let that person be first and foremost be committed. Do not force an unwilling player. I'm not mentioning specific names, but again, let the NFF see their responsibility as number one, doing the administrative things right, paying those they need to pay as arduent due. That's number one. Getting square pegs in round holes, and of course, if you engage a foreign national tactician, Abdul Hamid, which I don't support, go for the best of the best. Do not get one that does not have track records. Like we talk about um, the last coach, uh, coach, what Genneth Raw Abdul Hamid, since Genneth Rowe left Nigeria, as you and I talk, no other club has engaged him. That tells you something. Is it that somewhere around the world, people around the world, do not believe in his competency? So again, get the right people in place, get the right technical handlers. And again, I still support the idea of a local coach, a homegrown coach. And again, you can see that team of Morocco. They have three players from Raja Casablanca of Morocco. Nobody says that players from the home front cannot do very well. Those are players that are really hungry. They are willing to show the world what stuff they are made, made of. They know scouts will be there. They know that if they get glory, they get glory for themselves. So look for very very hungry and committed players, Abdul Hamid, that would also help. Abdul Hamid. I mean, yes, I mean, talking
0: about... There's nothing I noticed while I was doing my research. I mean, you could see that currently, they have, I mean, that Athletic Club are the only champions of the African Cup. Yes, Widad Athletic Club is a club site based in Morocco. As far as FC... Mm-hmm. And the current holders all of the calf women's of the calf uh, women's champions league? I mean, they have one of the best stadiums in Africa in the uh, King Mohammed VI Stadium in Morocco. I mean, if you look at the amount of money they have, the kind of investment that Morocco, the Moroccans have put into their football, I mean, it, it is no magic. That is why they are, that is what they are doing wonders. We need to put more money. We need to put more investment into our football. If we put more investment into our football, we will the I mean, we will <coughs> the fruits.
1: I agree with you, Abdul Hamid, to an extent. Of course, funding has a very critical role to play. I agree with you. But again, Abdul Hamid, without joining issues with you, I think it's far much, much more than committing funds to um, the development or the growth of football in your country. I, I I don't have the budget of other teams that came to the World Cup at my fingertips. But I want to argue that Morocco does not rank. Or the four teams in the semifinals, as it were, did not come with the best budget, as it were. They don't have the best budget in types of developmental and growth of um, grain of football in their various nations it goes beyond that again i think again let me see retreat so Abdelhamid, you mentioned as far you mentioned why that casablanca of morocco as i speak to you as far is out of the CAF confederations cup as it were. So I think it goes beyond that. It goes beyond just growing. If you talk about pumping of funds or utilisation of funds, I think Egypt does it better than the Moroccans, as it were. So I think it's a, it's a combination of different positive factors that bring about this, not just um, football and spending money on football and the rest. It comes for something, but ultimately, that is not it, in my own humble opinion, Abdul Hamid. What I'm saying is, of course, money is not a
0: priority. Of course, there are a lot of people that are spending them, of course. But what we are saying is that you still have to with money. What has, I mean, look at, what is the investment? What has you know, for education in, in the Union Football Federation invested in our infrastructure in the last 10 years?
1: That, that's what we are saying. I, 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 agree. I, I agree with you, spot on at the same time. But again, we have not really done well in terms of investment, in terms of infrastructural growth. No, we have not really done well. There's still a lot of grounds to be covered. I agree with you. But again, Back to the issue of this it is not the sole determinant. There is still real more to be done. We've talked about it before that administratively Nigeria needs to do a whole lot to groom talent. It's not that as if the talent are not in existence in Nigeria, but really need a trap, a form thrive. And one of those platforms they need to drive is the platform, is the platform of getting the good infrastructure to groom those talents. Abdul Hamid, and that. Um, deserves training and um, sorry that deserves funding as it were Abdul Hamid. Alright, thank you very much Amzad, this is where well. we shall be
0: putting full stop yes on this episode of Sport Analysis Network my Football. Don't forget that Sport Analysis Network by Football drops every Monday 5pm in general time you can join us on social media you can use tweets, a sign and capital letters on Facebook, Sport Analysis Network is the name on Instagram, Sport Analysis Network is the name. Au revoir i